This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Hello, beautiful earbuds. Hannah's here. Do you like that? How it says Hannah's here? <laughs> I, I do. We are so excited to bring you yet another episode of Analyze This. In this week's episode, we talk about friendship. But first, I want to talk about a different kind of friendship. The friendship we have with our bodies. Anna Gelb, as you know, I am a bit of a health nut. That would be putting it lightly. Ah, oh, thank you. I have Actually, Hannah has a cabinet in her kitchen that's just filled with vitamins, ointments, mm-hmm. <laughs> tinctures, various supplements, <laughs> and one of my favorite products that I've discovered more recently, Four Sigmatic. Yay! Yay! It's all mushroom-based. And mushrooms are not only delicious and nutritious, they're also very cute. Oh, they are. They're so you know? cute. I had Four Sigmatic <laughs> this morning before recording this podcast. I had the uh, the mocha mix. For me, personally, I like to use Four Sigmatic uh, in two different occasions. One, I love it in the morning. I love it with the chaga in the mocha mix. It's really, really good. Chaga is very good for your body. And when I'm traveling, I like to do their superfood mix, and I just mix it in a little water, and I'm on the road, and I'm A-OK because it's energizing. It's nutritionalizing, and <laughs> it's immune system building. Basically, oh. it's a superfood. Dude, yeah. And, you know, um, there are some that are kind of savory mm. that you can put in, like, a cup with hot water. Or I put it in a soup last <gasps> night. You put it in a soup? Yeah. That's brilliant. Right? You can use it for both recipes and beverages. So if you guys want to get some of your own, you can head to foursigmatic.com slash Hanalyze. And you'll get 15% off your entire order. That's 15% off any order placed on Four Sigmatic's website. But you have to use the special URL, foursigmatic.com slash Hanalyze. That's spelled F-O-U-R-S-I-G-M-A-T-I-C dot com slash H-A-N-N-A-H-L-Y-Z-E. Wow, congrats about that soup. Dude, I felt like a genius. You know, I really love the tinkling sounds of various cafe items all around us. <laughs> oh, you know, I could just go to sleep. What? To that noise. Oh, well, yeah. I can go to sleep anywhere, but... Come here, let's go to sleep anytime. One of these days, I want to do an episode of the show that's all about insomnia and... Difficulty sleeping. Yeah. Yeah, because, I mean, think how powerful you would feel if you felt rested, ever. Well, it's, uh, dude, I'm sorry to tell you this. Even when you can sleep, you don't ever get enough sleep, so you still don't feel rested. <laughs> yeah. If anybody out there gets enough sleep, please let us know. Wait, Hannah Gelb, I have been losing sleep because you have an exciting update for us. I do. About uh, two, a week and a half ago, I started dating a guy who is so delightful. <gasps> I can't 
what kind of weird reverse karma is that? You know, maybe it was like, maybe it was like excising a wound. You know, you just got all that stuff off your Mm -hmm, chest, right? mm -hmm. You just let it out. We had a little bit of Mm -hmm. like, you know, just got it off your chest. And then the universe was like, by the way, here's a seemingly nice guy. But then again, it's only been a week and a half. It's only been a week and a half. My jury's out, man. This guy seems great. I mean. But he seems so great. He seems really great. It's scary. It is scary. It's it like, is really, it's scary. It's like you crafted yeah, him scary. out of clay. Also, he's already listened to all the episodes that we've released. He's listening to this right now. Oh, my God. <laughs> well, I can't wait to find out how it goes. I don't know, man. It's scary getting attached. Bringing it's... a new person in your life. You know what Drake always says? And so do I. No new friends. <laughs> this we will be exploring friendships toxic and otherwise we're going to read some tweets from our twitter friends on the internet love you earbuds we're going to talk about some friendships that we've had that we've taken a break from find out with us now on analyze this (laughs) we're here right now actually i know i'm looking at you it's so great for those of you just joining us uh welcome to the fam everybody uh my name is hannah hart and I'm Hannah Gelb. And this is Analyze This, the self-help podcast that just can't help itself. But you know, it's interesting. We call this a self-help podcast, but I really think it's more like a personal theory podcast, right? Right. It's more like a philosophy slash comedy, I would say. So mm-hmm. if, if, is there uh, a poet philosopher if category? If could just create that, that would be great. Yes! I feel like I'm honestly getting all the benefit out of this podcast. <laughs> no, seriously. I feel that way too because I feel like I get to see you all the time oh. and you're one of my closest friends. It's very reinvigorating for me to Dude, have your company. It's the best. I, I, it, yes. Yeah. I love seeing you so often. This is why we should all live in like a commune. Isn't it <gasps> sad that we can't live near our best friends all the time? We make that choice every day. We could all choose to live together. We could. You we know? could just do that. Mm-hmm. Oh. And you know what's so great too? It's um, some very good friends of mine have told me that they really like the podcast. And they're <gasps> friends that I like really admire and think are so smart and cool and amazing and brave and courageous. And it means a lot. Yeah. You know what else means a lot? The fact that you have friends in your life. I would say that the only friends in my life that I have are people that I admire and respect. But that has not always been the case. Right. You know, a lot of life is having friendships that maybe not necessarily the best. Mm -hmm. Which is why we're here today to talk about toxic friendships. Wow, it's a thing. (laughs) (laughs) I went on my Twitter and... Yes. Yes, Hannah. (laughs) I can see you. Well, I... um... It's funny that we're talking about toxic friendships because I feel like, in my experience at least... And uh, I've been very lucky, I guess. Or this is just me. I feel like a friendship is rarely just toxic. You know what I mean? Like, it's usually more nuanced. Oh, yeah. Like, I haven't, I've had, of course, uh, hiccups in friendships, but I've never, I've never been in a friendship where I'm like, I have got to cut myself off from this person because they are damaging my life. Really? Yeah. Oh, man. You know? So you've never had to break up with a friend? She's thinking. She's thinking. Well, you think about it. Let me tell you guys about the results from my Twitter poll. (laughs) (laughs) Now, this is a difficult question, and it's also a poll I posted on my Twitter asking a very simple, have you ever had a breakup with a friend? 90% of people said yes, and 10% said never have to. Life is made of meetings and partings. Mm. Friends come and go, Mm. but not you. Oh, Don't ever leave. Okay. You've never had to break up with a friend? I definitely in like middle school and high school maybe. I had friendships just kind of dissolve. Mm. But not really. But more like in their own natural process. Not like a 
I have to make this conscious choice to like end this. End this thing. And people had a lot to say about this. Uh, for example, this Twitter user says, I've never had to break up with a friend, but I've had a friend break up with me, so I know it's definitely a thing. Aww. Oh, that sucks, uh, man. But you know what's happened? That happened to me. You've been friend dumped? I've been friend dumped. I've, what? Yeah. Who? Whatever. Well, this was in middle school. <gasps> yeah. Oh. But it was like, it was time for that friendship to end. You know what I mean? So really, even as a middle school student, you were like, you know what? Life is made of, <laughs> what is it? Partings and partings. Meetings, meetings and partings. partings. And you don't care about Lord of the Rings. So we're done. I don't know what to do. So they were like, Hannah, you really talk about Legolas just like just too much. And you were like, I respect that. Adieu. This next reply comes from Jessica. She says, most definitely, toxic and even abusive friendships are a thing, and they should be regarded with the same level of honesty as a romantic relationship. You can't undermine your self-worth or invalidate your feelings simply because someone you care for does. Dude, Jessica, you want to be on the show? Yeah, wow. Dude, insight. Serving up the truth. I think the reason that I've never (laughs) dumped someone in a friendship is because I... Didn't have the, I didn't know how because I have had friendships that were not that were painful mm. and I was not treated the way I should have been treated. But I did not have the tools or the wisdom to stand up for myself. I was like, well, I guess this is just what I guess you just don't like me very much. Or like, ha <laughs> yep, you sure are reinforcing that negative belief I have about myself. I mean, very confusing. It's hard, though. It's really yeah. hard to identify when a friendship has turned toxic or if somebody in your life is still being like a productive element of your life or if you're just hanging on to an old mm-hmm. history that's not really relevant anymore. Right. You know? And I think, you know, the toxic friend still likes you or maybe even loves you but they just there's some weird dynamic going on that's yeah something that makes me uncomfortable is if you're hanging out with people and then uh, it's the worst <laughs> <laughs> it's true it's true no I new think, friends no new friends i think okay i think a big for me like a big red flag indicator is if you're hanging out with someone and some if you're hanging out in a group and then one person leaves that group hang, and then somebody immediately starts shit-talking that person who just left. Oh, God, that's gross. Yeah, dude, but that's a thing. People do that, you know? Like, when you're all hanging out, and there's somebody that, like, picks one person to be, like, the butt of every joke, Mm -hmm. and you're like, yo, you don't need to, like, establish that you're, like, the cooler one in the group, guys. Like, what are we doing here? Oh, that that happened to you recently? No, no, no. Okay, thank God. Yeah, like, wow. no, these are sweeping generalizations. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so I'm going to read one more response. Uh, have you ever had to break up with a friend? This person says there should be an option called no because I'm afraid to. Oh, and that's the real truth, ain't it? Dude, Dude. you can probably occupy that space for years. Yeah. You oh, know? my God. Yeah, and sometimes it's a fear, like, not only because you're afraid of them, but sometimes you're afraid for them. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I in in this mini reflection I'm doing right now, I used to have a lot of friendships that were very need based, i.e. I stayed friends with a person because I felt like they needed me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, well, mm-hmm. I'm not really getting a lot out of this friendship, but I provide a lot of emotional support for this person. So I guess I'll still constantly be there for them. Mm. But it wasn't really like being reciprocated. Right. Well, plus that's, you know, I feel like they could probably pick up on that. 
some like even if it was subconsciously, which wouldn't feel, you know, you wouldn't yeah. want someone to be like, I'm just your friend because I think you're going to fall apart if I leave. Yeah. You know? <laughs> yeah. But the, I, yeah, I don't know. But that happened to me a lot in college. A lot of friendships I made in college. I was just kind of like this magnet for like people who I perceived to be wounded. And I was like, oh, I'm going to take care of you and I'm going to make you, you know, I'm the missing piece in your life. And that's all very arrogant of me and also very flawed and fractured and using them to satisfy my own need of feeling needed, et cetera, et cetera. So, yeah, I had to let those friendships go. But I never friend broke up with them. I just was like, wow, I'm not in this friendship for a reciprocal reason, Mm -hmm, you know? mm -hmm. And then again, there have been friendships in my life where I've had to take a break from that friendship, even though that person's still a wonderful, great person. But, you know, we kind of needed to reset. Hannah Hart? That's my name. <laughs> okay, no. I just like saying Hannah Hart so I much. love it when you say Hannah Hart. You know, people ask me, like, on a daily basis, is that your real name? And I say, yes, ma'am. Well, uh, thank God. I know, know. I know. I'm like, I, am, I recognize it's a great name. What I if, feel very blessed. What if we had met and your name was like... Emily? Or like Marjorie? Mm. or uh, anything than what it is right now. We probably wouldn't be here. I mean, we wouldn't be here. We'd be, we would start a podcast called Marginalize This. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't believe the universe told me to say Marjorie so that you could say Marginalize. This is crazy, dude. It's crazy. I love it. Oh, I'm so glad we went there. Yeah, me too. Um, <laughs> but back to... What we're talking about, mm-hmm. Hannah Hart, yes. have you ever broken up with a friend? You know, I have had to let certain friendships go, and I've had to let certain non-reciprocal friendships go, like friendships that I was in for like the wrong reason. You know, uh, sometimes I was friends with somebody uh, because I had a crush on them and was eventually hoping to, you know, hook up with them. That was probably not good for them because then when I was like, oh, my God, we're never going to make out. Bye-bye. They lost a friend. So that's a bad thing I did. Well, you know, yeah. you got to forgive yourself. I do, but I just want everyone to know that I know how flawed we all are. <laughs> but, you, you know, I process. You I've, know? I've never had to break up with a friend and a friendship, but I did take a long friend break. And I thought that we were breaking up mm-hmm, with a friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this was uh, one of my best friends after college. And I will have more to say about it. But before we get to that, Hannah, I would like to briefly interlude to talk. Oh. Briefly. Did oh you do that God. on purpose? I didn't. Oh, my God. You guys are about to get it because I would like <laughs> to briefly interlude and talk to you about underwear. Including briefs? Including briefs. Wow. I think because I'm so, I'm trying so hard to be on the punometer. Yeah. I'm like, try, I'm like, have super extra sensory pun hearing right now. I'm putting my hands on my head. She's as like if a I tiny have, antenna. As if I have like cat ears. And Anyways. I'm putting my hands on my breast because I want to talk to you guys about <laughs> underwear and talk to you guys specifically about one brand called Tomboy X. Now, Hannah, I don't know if you know this, but I have always had such a hard time finding underpants that I like. You know, I did not know this actually. Yeah, it's really hard when you're a person like me, but by that I mean gay, and you want to feel like... <laughs> Slightly butch, slightly femme. I want to feel comfortable and confident, but there's not really underwear that's specifically catered to someone like me. 
So when I see products on the market that are specifically designed to make someone feel comfortable and confident right. in their underwear, just regardless of body type, that makes me so happy. And Tomboy X is that company. They've got bikinis, briefs, boxer briefs, trunks, boy shorts, soft bras, razorback bras, in everyday basic colors or fun seasonal prints and bright colors. Wow. Also, they come in many sizes, ranging from extra small to 4X. This is great. Yeah, so it's like you no longer have to go to Victoria's Secret and hate yourself and be like, what is wrong with me? I and know. also, what is wrong with the world? Well, sometimes I get like boys boxer briefs and then I'm just like, wow, there's just like so much extra material here. I really don't need it, but I love the way it makes my butt look. Oh, dude, yeah. How am I supposed to do my butt so cute? Dude, it's 20. 20- yes. So if you guys want to try out Tomboy X and see if it fits your underwear needs, go to TomboyX.com slash Hanalyze and check out their special bundles and pack pricing. And especially for you, earbuds, you will get 15% off using the code HANALYZE. Again, the code is HANALYZE for an extra 15% off. So ditch whatever you're wearing for a pair of Tomboy X underwear. Go to TomboyX.com slash HANALYZE. It's great. Try it out. There's beauty in everything. Right? The good, the bad, and the awkward. Right. Ooh. Or just maybe missing the mark a little bit. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. I feel that. Like, uh, I have a story about one of my dearest, dearest friends who is still my dear friend. And I think she'll be my dear friend my whole life. And we met in college and... It's not me, guys. <laughs> it's not at heart. I guess I should say this is a story, not a toxic friendship, but a friendship where the dynamic was really tough. You guys um, got into a what was for you perhaps a toxic pattern? We yeah. Yeah, just, yeah. It was frustrating for both of us, Mm. you know, because she is a very, I mean, she's like this brilliant, amazing person who is good at everything and... Very lovely, funny, talented writer. Yeah, just... Again, guys, not me, I know. It's it's really not me. (laughs) And just a fantastic friend, you know. But, uh, uh, you know, we met when I was so young. We were like 18 when we met. So as our friendship developed, I was still very... Even more than I am now, just a people-pleasing, scared person, very afraid to stand up for myself so basically the this is not to say like uh 100 of the friendship was this horrible dynamic i mean it was really great also we had a great time and had you know super fun adventures and but there was this kind of aspect that was kind of frustrating for both of us because you know she could tell when i was being weird and not saying what i wanted to say and what i could was, tell what was the aspect was it that feeling of being like you felt steamrolled or um I guess just you know, gosh, it's hard to say. I mean, it's it's weird looking back because I feel like in hindsight, I think at that time I placed so much more of the blame on her. Mm. But now I can really see, like you know, you have to give people a chance to alter their behavior. You know, you can't just like you can't just be like, oh, I'm in a lot of pain, but I'm never going to say anything. Like they, yeah. have, you know, you got to give oh, them a chance. But man, when you're when you when you do that for yourself in your life, it's so hard to break through that, right? Mm-hmm. But like you're absolutely right. You have to give people a chance to be a better friend to you mm-hmm. or for you guys to build a better friendship. But it's scary. Yeah. It's really scary. Yeah, communication is the key to everything. I know. And like you're like, oh, man, how am I going to tell them about this need I have? Mm-hmm. I guess I'll just suppress it and quietly resent it. Right. And exactly. Worst like, musical I can't ever. even uh, really – I can't even remember like a specific time when I was like, I'm being – But it got to a point where it felt like I had to address it. Mm. 
Now, give me give me an idea of what you mean. You felt like you were being like. I guess it felt like. Uh, I think it was sort of. A, it felt like an accumulation of hurts that had never been addressed, never been like, resolved. Never, yeah, old wounds or like pains and like maybe things that I had never spoken up about that had really hurt me, but I just didn't have the courage to talk about them. Um, it takes a long time to build up that courage. Yeah, and you know, and I probably didn't even know how much it bothered me. You know, or I don't know, but I was living with you, Hannah Hart, at the time. When I decided to write her a letter. Oh. So you guys got into this dynamic of your friendship, mm-hmm. which was not ideal. Mm-hmm. Right? We'll put it that way. And I also want to say, I, you know, I absolutely had also wounded her in many ways that I was not aware of. You know, it takes or, or two. I was too selfish to see how I was, you know, it was doing that. Yeah. But the dynamic is both of you. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. It's both of you together. Mm-hmm. And what motivated you to be like, you know what? I'm going to address this and give this friendship a chance to be an even stronger friendship than it was before. Well, I think I just loved her so. I mean, I still I love her so much. I, there's no way I'd be like, oh, I just can't deal with this person anymore. This is worth working on, mm. you know. Yeah, and friendships are worth the work. I mm-hmm. think people put so much effort and energy into their romantic partnerships, mm-hmm. but I feel like my intimate friendships have meant the world to me. Oh my god, and, you kidding me? Yeah, I think I would rather raise a kid with you <laughs> than with a romantic <laughs> partner. I'm not kidding. Sometimes I think about that, and I'm like. I loved, you know me. I'm not like kids, babies. But I'm like, God, raise a kid with Anna Hart. That'd be so fun. <laughs> this, this podcast is our baby. It's our first foyer into parenting. Right. But yeah, no, but it's to put the effort, the resolve of this friendship is important to me. This relationship, this dynamic is important to me. It's a big aspect of my life. It's a big aspect of my shaping of myself. I want it to be better. I think we can do mm-hmm. better. And she deserved to hear, you know, she deserved to hear all, you know, all those things yeah. and have a chance. So what did you decide to do? I wrote her a letter. Ooh. It was very long and hard. <laughs> so you wrote her the letter. It kind of just addressed, these are the things that have happened that have really upset me and I didn't have the courage to tell you before and I'm telling you now and I don't want to be afraid of you and I don't. I love you so much, and I hope I said that. I think I said that. <laughs> that you love her so much? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I bet you did. Yeah. You know, and I think it's like that sentence, too, of like, I don't want to be afraid of you. I feel like for somebody who's ever heard that sentence, it's like, what the fuck? It feels like almost like an attack. It's like, what? I'm not, what? Right, but it right. is, at the end of the day, that's an I statement. That's you saying, look, I don't want to be afraid of you, so I have to say these things. I'm not saying that you're being so aggressive and scary. Mm-hmm. I'm saying, like, I'm working on not cowing all the time, mm-hmm. not cowering in the corner. I'm working on, and this is something I, Hannah Hart, I'm working on right now, you know? Oh, really? Oh, yeah, man. You know, like, I think with my, like, most intimate partnerships, I get really scared of confrontation still. But that's a podcast for a different day. <laughs> so, okay, so you wrote the letter, you sent it to her. Were you nervous about her reaction? Like, oh, the, yeah. the moments between sending it and response, what I was mean, that like? I mean, I'm sure I imagined just all kinds of terrible catastrophes, like her calling me and being like, how dare you, you know, flying to wherever you were and just like knocking on the door. Right. Um, (laughs) And then, of course, here's a little lesson for you, uh, younger earbuds. Not only do sometimes things work out, they work out really well. (laughs) (gasps) What? (laughs) Yes, I'm learning this just this year of my life. I'm 32. Hello. (gasps) Yeah, but she she received the letter and when she did, she called me. 
And she, not only did she, you know, she brought up things that I'd said that she wanted to talk, you know, where she felt like, I don't really think it's fair for you to say this because blah, or like this was happening or, but she She said, brought up her side. So right. she had responses, but mm-hmm. she opened it. She was open. She was totally open. She was totally open. She was totally kind and amazing and and really and grateful, I think. And also she said she was proud of me. You know? You know why she said that? Why? Because she's your friend. <laughs> yeah. Oh. And that's it, guys. <laughs> we can just end right there. <laughs> no, but that's true. That's a real mark of a friendship is because yeah. she knew you and knows you well enough to mm-hmm. have said, wow, for you to have written out exactly how you're feeling, for you to have con- confronted, but in like not a scary way, like if you have expressed these things, that would have been, that's hard for you because I know you because you're my friend. Mm-hmm, so, mm-hmm. hey, first and foremost, I'm proud of you for how hard that must have been. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. Yeah. 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 Do you feel like it took, do you feel like your dynamic changed? Was it the friendship stronger? Yeah. I mean, it took time. It took, it took time and I had to really own up to like how much I was, it's like I had to check in with myself and with her because I would still imagine that she was so like mad at me or upset sometimes when she was not at all. So it's like at some point you can't just think, say to yourself, oh, well, I feel this way because that person is doing this. You have to be like, okay, is there any evidence that they're actually upset? Am I possibly projecting all of my insecurities right now onto this person? <laughs> the answer is yes. And then just let it go as much as you can. It is so hard and it's tedious so hard. and boring. I know. And, and I hate it. And letting it go is such a like, that's if, the let it go-ness means give yourself the ten, the nurturing that you need in that moment. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we hear the thing like, oh, well, I guess it's something I'm just going to have to let go. That doesn't mean you're just repressing it. That doesn't mean you're just like, I'm just going to not think about it. That means, mm-hmm. okay, and to let this go. I will nurture my own self-confidence. I'll give myself a little pat on the back. I'll be a little nicer to me today. Because mm-hmm. sometimes that's what letting it go might mean. Mm-hmm. You know? Totally. People yeah. always like, let it go. And I'm like, how? <laughs> I know. You're like, oh, wow, great. I'm so glad you said that. Um, how? What do you mean? You know, sometimes I try to visualize it. Like, dude, I'm pretty sure you're like a meditation practitioner and you just don't even know it. <laughs> That is such a meditative answer. That is such a meditation that you're like, I just picture it like I sit, I take some deep breaths. I picture it in my mind's eye like a color, like an orb. And I slowly let it. That's fucking meditating. Oh, my God. Oh, Hannah Hart. Um, but you know what I think also helps is I, I feel like I try to make a big deal out of everything. Like everything is this huge, heavy, blah. But if you kind of just say like, just let it go. Just try and tell your brain like, you know, it's actually you can let it go. You can do that. When the intensity level is un- unwarranted or it's like a somatic response in your body and you're mm-hmm. like, bah, 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 and you can be like, whoa, 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 whoa. You're like, what? Oh, bye. See, right. that's that's some fucking therapy talk right there. Right. But <laughs> everything you just said was, I mean, great sound effects, first Thank of you. all. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Sometimes a key ingredient to strengthening a friendship is that that conversation, that expression uh, and just putting that out there like, hey, I love you. And because I love you. I need to say these things, and we are going to work through this together as a team because we're buds. Right. It shows that you – I mean, mm-hmm. paying that amount of attention to someone is showing you care about them. It you is. wouldn't do it if you didn't care. Uh, exactly. And But also, alternatively, sometimes the route to healing is actually rooted in space and some distance. And that has been the best experience in a friendship breakup I've had was actually taking a break from the friendship completely. Wow. Yeah. I'm so curious because I don't think I've ever done that. Wow. We'll hear all about it. <laughs> right up. 
But before we get to that, let's talk about how Hannah Hart has a perfect skin. Oh, thank you. It is my favorite full body organ. (laughs) Is that a cute way to talk about skin? No. But this is, guys, can I tell you a little bit about BioClarity? It is a fantastic product for cleansing and creating glowing, clear skin that reduces redness and boosts your natural beauty. Plus, you can use it twice a day without worrying about excess irritation because it has no harsh chemicals. In fact, it's packed with clarifying botanicals and the new Floralux, which sounds scary but comes from plants, so I'm pretty sure it's safe. It's just like putting a lot of plants on your face. Yeah, rubbing your face in plants. What could possibly go wrong? (laughs) And BioClarity is delivered straight to your home in an easy three-step skincare ritual that's 100% vegan plus gluten and cruelty free wow that's gonna really change my raw meat rubbing ritual that i usually do with my face (laughs) while stepping on tiny animals it's true bioclarity is great because not only cleanses your skin it treats it and restores it plus it offers a skin smoothie that hydrates your skin with a lightweight breathable moisturizer designed for even the most sensitive of faces Great. I want some. Um, that's true because I haven't gotten any yet and I really would like some. You haven't gotten any power No, I, I see Hannah Hart, you're so used to being famous and people sending you things all the time. For me, it's like, wow. <laughs> Well, I want you to get some BioClarity, too. In fact, I want everyone to be able to get some. So if you guys want to start your healthy habit today for clear, glowing skin, go to BioClarity.com. And our listeners will enjoy their first month for only $9.95 plus free shipping. That's $20 in savings, and it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. All you need to do is enter our code HANNAH. Yep, that's BioClarity.com with the code HANNAH, H-A-N-N-A-H. And you, too, Hannah Gelb. Could also try it. Oh, I can't wait. Okay, but I think we've waited long enough to return to the topic at hand. It's important to say, okay, for example, in the case of me and Hannah. Me and Hannah, me? Me and Hannah Hart. Oh, finally, you're talking about me. I have been sitting here. I have been taking what feels like hours listening to you talk about other friendships. And as you know, I need to be the center of attention at all times. Oh, my gosh. No, go on. Go on. I just love you so much, dude. All right. You know Brene Brown? Oh, great. Vulnerability, et cetera. Brene Brown. She makes this really important point that I think people like me especially need to remember, like people who are always kind of putting other people first and thinking, oh, but what is this going to do to the other person, blah, blah, blah. I mean, she says you have to be careful with who you open up to. Not – like if you're in a friendship and it's like a toxic friendship – they may not deserve your vulnerability and your honesty. It might, you know, like, and in that case, you can just be like, bye. Yeah. Because not everyone is, re- not everyone will hear what you're saying. Not everyone. Wow. But then how do you know? I mean, I guess that Ugh, there's a I lot. I fucking know. I mean, but there's probably, <laughs> but you know, there's, right? there's some red flags. There's some indicators mm-hmm. as to whether or not this person can carry, can hold you in their mm-hmm. mind and can hold you in their heart and can carry you a little bit. I mean, Has this they... friend ever been uplifting or supportive? Mm-hmm. If they have been, then maybe, yeah, you guys have room for growth in your friendship. But if this friendship has always been constantly shitty, mm-hmm. then there's probably not a lot of room. No. And if they seem like a person who has no emotional regulation, can't feel feelings, like they they cannot hold your feelings if they can hold their own feelings. Oh, boom, boom. <laughs> Wow, 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 wow. You know? Wow. Well, I have a tale of of feelings. Yes, I want to hear it because I love to hear you talk, Hannah Hart. Oh, thanks, dude. Wow. (laughs) I love to talk. No, I have a tale uh, of feelings. Um, Feelings uh, between two intense feeling people. Again, like uh, my versions of friend breakups have been realizing that I needed to distance myself from someone because a friendship hasn't been reciprocal. But 
There's actually been one friendship in my life that we didn't break up, but we definitely took a break, and it was for the best. Did you know it would be a break, or did you think it would be forever? And then when it was clear that it was just a break, how did you know when it was time to, like, dive back in? Yeah. Like, how do you even yeah. start that conversation? Well, let me set the scene. Uh, my Another best friend from college, not Hannah Gell, but one of my dearest, most beloved friends in my life, Erica, who is just so great, also a Scorpio, also an intense thinker, also an intense feeler. Also, also- super hot. And I think she's single. Sorry. <laughs> Gal. <laughs> oh my god. I'm just saying she's super hot. Wow. Oh, and she has the greatest voice. And the best hair. She does radio stuff. Her I voice know. is like Oh, uh, we gotta get dude. She's like a let's star get Erica on the show. <gasps> Absolutely. Oh my god. Except and then everyone will be like, Hannah and Hannah, can you just Can you guys shut stop squawking and, and we can wow. listen to Erica's sultry tones? Oh, the sultry and she's got flowing hair. molten gold of her voice vibrating vocal cords. Oh my god, I know. Anyway. We like you, Erica. Yeah. <laughs> we love Erica. Uh, oh, and she texted me the other day saying she just listened to episode one. She was like, you're doing a great job. Keep going. Oh, you know, it means a lot. I know. It really does. Because she does not give compliments lightly. No. And as we said, she won awards for radio stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so um, Eric and I always had a very, we, uh, very, very close friends in college and a very intense friendship. And I think both of us were, I was not. The again, an issue of not being brave and forthcoming, right? Um, basically, our main our main issue in our friendship was I felt like I guess it was that I felt like I never had I never gave her enough time. Like I felt like I was constantly letting her down. Like she'd be like, "Do you want to go to this thing?" And I'd be like, "Nope." And she'd be like, "Wow." And I'd be like, "What?" And that was basically the root of a lot of our friendship stuff was Eric is a very quality time person, as am I. And I give a lot of love to a lot of different people. And I think it caused like a lot of conflict in our friendship. And so we got into so many fights in college. There were so many times where Eric would, we lived together too. We lived in the same co-op where she would come over my door. She'd knock my door and my stomach would just be like, fucking God damn it. We have to fucking process and shit. And I didn't want to, you know, but she made me. So you feel like she... Needed more time from you than you had space more to give. To give. Correct. And she, I think for her, it was rooted in uh, insecurity and trust, you know, meaning that, wow, is this friend really a friend to me if they're not giving me all this mm-hmm. time? And it's not that you didn't want to. You just, you just. Need, I was maxed out. You need more, more time to yes, yourself. But my fatal flaw was I was not forthcoming. Mm-hmm. So I was constantly letting her down. Because I would allow her to set expectations because I wouldn't be forthcoming. Like, oh, yeah, I'm definitely not going to make it to that party. Mm. And then she'd be like, hey, are we ready to go? And I'd be like, ooh, I'm not going tonight. I'm actually going to hang out with this other person. So obviously that would really hurt someone's feelings. Mm -hmm. You know? That is like the epidemic of our times. It is. But like, yeah. So Eric and I got into a lot of conflict about that. And we would conflict. We would not talk. We'd resolve. We would conflict. Not talk. Resolve. Because we are like, I kind of feel like in the same way you and I are. Uh, we are we are soul friends, you know. Whatever star burst into a million billion pieces, a shard of it landed in me and in you, and we're all made of that kind of stuff. Like I feel like she's a friend I'm going to have the rest of my life. But I was so exhausted because because I was too immature to be forthcoming and grounded in my needs, boundaries, and honesty. I felt like I was a constant failure in this friendship with this amazing person. Right. So, so you you weren't quite aware of what was like happening Mm-mm. on your level. On my level, no. I was imma- I was young. I was immature. But I just knew we kept running into the same conflict, and the conflict wasn't resolving. Mm-hmm. And I believe it wasn't resolving because neither of us were mat- at the point in our lives 
to be able to resolve it. Because all the conflicts stem from inherent issues in ourselves that we needed ourselves to work on. You know? So after college, these patterns continue. Um, Erica was in a relationship with one of my best friends from when we were kids. And we, they all kind of came to a head. This was really funny. So things have been tense. We'd been fighting on and off. As I mentioned, Erica's also a Scorpio. We're both very stubborn and very smart. So we're both like, well, I am correct, but go ahead. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of thing, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so there was this one trip to Sedona. I don't even know if I ever told you about oh this. Oh, my gosh. Do you remember this? I don't know. There's a trip to Sedona, Arizona. So Erica is thrifty F, Groupons all the way, uh, loves organizing group activities, loves loves the family, loves oh, the community. So she's the best. And she's very, like, tribe-driven. She's like, this is our group, you know? So she is the one who is planning things and... She's that, you know? And so, of course, not everybody is that way. And so people would bail. And when people bail, it would break Erica's heart. Now oh. I think it, she's, like, kind of more grounded in that. But it was mm-hmm. hurt, it was hurtful. Yeah. Because the bailing felt like a big reflection of yeah. care, right? Yeah. Anyway, so here comes this trip to Sedona. Her boyfriend bails. Our other friends who are going to go bail. Her boyfriend bails. Everybody bails on this trip to Sedona. Mm-hmm. But me. And I'm like... Eric and I aren't even in the best place, and we're about to go on, like, what is now, like, a couple's retreat to Sedona. The wow. two of us are going to drive to Sedona, Arizona, mm-hmm. and spend a weekend together. Wow. I was, like, so nervous. Oh, my God. You know? Because we yeah. hadn't, like, you know, I was, like, I was just, I, but I didn't, I couldn't, I didn't want to bail. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to be, like, well, let's just cancel the trip because nobody else is going. Right, right. You know? And, uh, oh, man. Yeah. I mean, I wonder if you were kind of, like, maybe I can... Maybe this will really patch things up and I can be that friend who's there for her in this moment. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I don't really remember the timeline exactly, but either we took the break before or shortly thereafter. It might have been before. I probably should have looked up an email. Anyway, <laughs> long story short, we go to Sedona. We have a great trip because we're friends. It's a great time. We go to Sedona. We come back. It was relaxing. It was whatever. But then we just kind of didn't talk for a year. Wow. You know? Like a year we just weren't friends. It wasn't like... I was still friends with her boyfriend at the time, and obviously we knew about the goings-ons of each other's lives, but we didn't have our quality time Mm -hmm. because the line in the sand was kind of drawn. It was like, I'm not going to be able to give 100% of the quality time that you're asking me for, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but I love you and I want to be your friend. So can we work something out? And after some space and time and growth on both parts, we were able to come back into a friendship where we respect each other's needs. Canceling, changing plans, all that stuff, big triggers for Erica. Mm-hmm. And I know that and I can respect that because now I can respect myself enough to manage my time better. Mm-hmm. And now if somebody's like, hey, three weeks from now, do you want to go to the thing? I can be like, you know what? Three weeks from now is way too far away for me to even say yes or no. Ask me a couple days beforehand and I will know because I'll say yes or no now, but it might not be true. Mm-hmm. And oh so we God. were both, both able to grow as individuals and then we came back together as friends. That's and it's great. been fucking great ever since. That's I know. Great, and we'll dude. get her to guest on this podcast. And she'll be like, I was trying to do an Erica voice. She'll be like, Hannah Hart has made me angrier than any other person. <laughs> oh, yeah. I want to do it, too. Okay. What is something Erica would say? I feel like she would say, I'm really kind of interested in this person. Yeah. You know, something like that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. Mm, mm-hmm. And then I'm just imagining firelight playing on her beautiful curls. God, am I gay? I don't know. Anyways, (laughs) um, I didn't know that you felt Eric. I did not know you thought Erica was super hot. 
but she's so I can be attracted to my amazing female friends. I I, I have fantastic female. I feel so lucky. Yeah, dude. That's why I agree with what you said before. Like sometimes your friendships feel like as important or more than your romantic relationship. Or I know. Just, you know. I, I know. know. Friendships. They friendships are an important thing. They're so important. And I was gonna say. You were mentioning you have triggers in a friendship and Erica has triggers. And I feel like that's something you really get better at as you get older, you know, Mm. kind of realizing more about yourself. And also people communicate love differently. So it's like people showing up for Erica, that equals these people care about me. Right. But not, you know, that might not be everyone's caring about language. Mm -mm. Yeah. Because I'm just like, I'm like, let's cut to the heart of what we're talking about right now. Mm -hmm. Because like I'm here right now. Because I, I have a lot of love in my heart for a lot of different people. And unfortunately, there's not as many hours in the day. And to maintain myself, I need a lot of that time. You know? Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm. I'm an introvert. I don't love a group hang as much no as I friends. love. What would you say? No new friends. No new friends. <laughs> Is that the name of this episode? <laughs> Let's find out. <laughs> Amazing. Okay. Well, guys, please make sure that you leave your reviews, you leave your comments, you let us know how you think we're doing, whether or not you want more, and be sure to subscribe so you get a new episode of Hannah Lights This every Tuesday. And Hannah, you want to tell them what a good time you're having over there on that Twitter? Oh my God. So much fun. Right now, it's really just Sailor Moon and Adventure Time gifts. So yes, and I want to tell everybody, I absolutely read every message, you know? She so, cannot guarantee a reply to every message. I can't guarantee a reply. Uh, if you because of healthy boundaries, he- healthy boundaries. Um, but I have, I have, I'm reading them. I'm reading them, and I appreciate everyone. Amazing. So if you guys want to make sure that Hannah Gelb is read and up to her own discretion, reply <laughs> to your uh, <laughs> tweets and various inquiries. You can go ahead and follow us at Hanalize Pod. That's H A N N A H L Y Z E P O D on the Twitter. I'm learning the internet. I am so proud of you, ah, and I'm so proud of you, earbuds, for being here yet again for another episode of this amazing show. I love you guys too soon hopefully not